If you turn the light off, I can see you still. Cause I studied every corner of you. Da da da. Absolutely not. I will not. Feel of what I'm diving into. Yeah, the feel is. I want you to to feel as if we are in. I don't know what's a cool place in Europe. I mean, I don't really know anything anymore. Places in Europe. I'm like a nice little cafe somewhere on. Yeah, think of a nice cafe. Yeah. That that kind of vibe. Old being like turned into something cool and funky. We're both wearing new dresses. We're having champagne. We're having champagne. I literally have champagne here. Prosecco. Let's be honest. I don't want to start off with a lie. With a lie. With a little with a hat on, big sunglasses. That's why we're sitting right now. You wear the hat. I don't look good in hats. I look like an upside down egg basket. So my my head would be the egg. In the the okay. hat would be the basket. About the big sunglasses, though. Absolutely. Big, big champagne. So glass if if done. no one already knows this information, I am. It is four fifty five p.m. on a f- Saturday. Holy crap! It's Saturday already, and it's beautiful and sunny outside in New York City. However, where my guest is, it is apparently Satan's asshole scorching. It is so hot, and I never really. <laughs> later about it being hot or warm but england i'm in london and it's currently uh almost 10 o'clock here um at night um and it's still hot you know <laughs> like i'm actually not excited about sleeping and you know how much i love sleep i'm not excited about it i know how much you love sleep i'm gonna be so wet england's not built for this weather it isn't can you do me a huge favor and tell everybody your name my name, <laughs> my name is Selinda Schumacher, but actually it's Selinda Schoenmaker. Schoenmaker. Schoenmaker, yeah. I am Dutch, a Dutchie living in London. Amen. Eva and I have met in London when you were going into Les Mis. Yes. And we fell in love right there. Fell in love. For, love at first sight. <laughs> Wait, that's actually a lie. We didn't meet in Les Mis. No, but I, you went in, though. I went out. I, I remember, because you were Fontaine to Danielle's Eponine. That's right. And yeah. I remember I was right after Danielle, and I remember opening that little box, like the little storage unit, and seeing her scarf, and I, I took it, never gave it back. Still have it to this day. It's Danielle's. It's Danielle's. Oh that could have had extreme oh. sentimental value, and I just took it. You know what? Danielle always has such nice things. Do you know what I mean? Like, she's one of those people that walk in, kind of like you, to be honest with you. And it's like, you're wearing something fantastic. And the last thing you want to hear is someone say, oh, I got it as vintage market. And it was like five pounds. You want to? Oh, wait. Yeah, that's Danielle, though. She's like, oh, this it's vintage designer. I got it for two quid. (laughs) Do you want to know, actually, the last time I wore this dress was... Oh my god! I I have this, this at, image of yes of at, we were at Cafe Monaco. We're at, and I have a picture of that. We have a I have a picture of me hugging you and us pretty much making love um, in front of the camera. My thirtieth. So basically, what's good for other people to know is that we're doing long distance friendship. Oh yes, you know but what I've, though the joy. I've actually not seen Eva for like how long? I don't even know. Uh, the last time I saw you was like G- January tenth. Was it January or like um, oh. maybe maybe the end of January, early Feb? No, it was it was like January, beginning of January. We left a few days after um, New Year's, two thousand and nineteen. Oh my god! What the fuck? I know. I know. Where's time? And then now, especially with the pandemic, the time is just flying. Oh I my literally- god. And I'm like, in my mind, I'm 10 years older. 
from the outside I'm not but like I feel like I've really aged over these months I'm looking at her right now she's literally in the most luxurious robe having a glass of champagne and her skin looks amazing can I say something funny this luxurious robe is from a vintage shop (laughs) in Athens in Athens wow I feel like it's okay I understand well, well, here's it. We, we're, I'm drinking currently. I wish I could be drinking a cocktail or a glass of what Celinda's having. But yesterday, I had a impromptu wisdom tooth removal, and I'm on antibiotics, and I'm not allowed to drink, which is a huge test for me. So I'm having a black mm. coffee, and Celinda's having. What are you having? A glass of prosecco. A glass of prosecco. But I have to say, the tables are turned because I've been trying not to drink because I've actually not found it very helpful in uh, quarantine. Totally Because understand. it's all nice in the beginning. And then after a while, you're like, I need to actually really not make this a thing because I'm getting up with a headache mm-hmm. and, you know, not helpful. And then you kind of take the special off it. Do you know what I mean? If you do it totally. every night. Every night. And then after like three days of not drinking, you have a drink and you're like, that's crisp. That is crisp. So before we dive into questions, I just want to say to my long-distance friend, cheers, I love you. I love you. Thank God. you for having me. My pleasure. I'm so happy that you're doing this because uh, I think it's amazing to, you know, start something new like this and also your brain needs to talk to other people. I think it's, I think it's an amazing thing, like, to create a platform like this where you can... I agree. I agree. And it's nice for me to put all my thoughts literally onto something. And then like, it almost feels like Marie condoing my thoughts, but it goes somewhere good. <laughs> you kind of do this. Like, this it, is how we have a phone conversation. Yeah, this, this is, is. That's why I was saying to my friends they are like, how do I prepare? And I'm like, it's literally if you were talking to me. Yeah, I know. And so yeah. I wanted specifically to talk to you about our type of personal reflection that we always kind of like end up talking about anyway because quarantine's been quite I I don't want to say challenging in a negative way I want to say challenging in in an Oprah kind of way yeah and the questions I want to ask are really to do with that so question number one is what are some of the things that you've discovered about yourself during quarantine my god I mean no, I don't even know where to start. Like, I, I think, I feel like we all have gone to this, like, um, in the beginning, it's almost, if I'm really honest, like, ooh, what, what's going on? You yeah. Know? And then uh, I feel like, and I know you have as well, we went through such a roller coaster where at some points you're thinking, you're thinking, you know, this is actually really good because I can work on all these interests and skills, which we as, as artists always have, and you, you and I are yep. constantly talking. New things, yeah making this and then we're have you found have you found this like uh weirdly enough it's never cooking it's always like it's never cooking and when it is cooking it's something that's like i i just want selinda to say good job on a very simple dish i've done yeah yeah yeah, (laughs) so bad i mean i'm so bad but um yeah so i would say what i've learned about myself and I, i you know we've we've had a very close eye on each other is that god i've not even really thought about this i i feel like i've just really been in the moment totally when when i felt something that day the only thing that sometimes when you start off the negative like and then hanging on it i don't like but i feel like i i've been i've learned to really go i really don't want to do that so i'm not going to do that this and or or you know i've very you know this i've been hermiting like crazy i've not really been out much i've not really you've not done any you've barely gone out yeah I've not really been speaking to people. I've really been like bulking up here, you know, as, and then I went to Holland, obviously. So mm. I've been really, I think something that a lot of people right now have done is like connected with, really connected with family again. Yeah. That's the first thought of and with friends checking in. It's like all of a sudden it's like, oh, hold on. We all need to stop doing this rat race and we need to reach out to the people that we love. And all of a sudden, all this other stuff that usually is on the background of your life became so unimportant. All the I'm important much... stuff. Yeah. So I, yeah. And I remember thinking, wow, what, you know, when it was really scary, I was in Athens. Oh, my uh, God, you were. Selinda, yeah. Selinda, by the way, if you don't know, you should, was Fantine and Limez has done so many amazing things amazing roles in her career 
has sung at the Royal, Royal Albert Hall, and it was also Christine in the West End, and also Christine in, I don't even know how to say this, the Athens production? Yeah, like a, it was like a touring production of, of Phantom of the Opera, but it was a real new, in a new jacket, it was really cool to do, it was with my London cast, so mm. knew each other. But um, yeah, we were there, we were actually the first, the first country, I guess, in production to take it serious and go like, okay, we can't do it anymore. And then it's another like month before others know, started England doing the same, and yeah. all these other countries closed up. So, and that's when it got really scary. And I was like, what is this exactly? And then, then you get in survival mode, but then I noticed that, I don't know if you noticed this, like being online back then, cause yeah. I, I went offline for a while. Everyone was kind of like, that was our way of communication. Like, can you imagine if it wouldn't have had it? And people were frantically, me including, like doing things, just being product- productive because that was that's what was in our brain was just running, 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 running. What can we do? How can I create? Mm-hmm. How can I put, how can I, and then all of a sudden I felt like I it was too much. It was way just too much. much. It, wasn't, it wasn't helping me or it wasn't helping, I feel like. And I feel like lots of people just kind of shut it off. And went inwards and I, I don't so I don't know what I've learned from myself to get back but that's the- quite a lot I would say from what you've said you've you've not learned but discovered your version of boundary and like like you your yeah. your threshold for bullshit and things you're like why am I wasting my time on this I would much rather uh do something like this or or talk to this person like why have I been I don't know I feel like for the same with me my threshold for bullshit got smaller and I was able to focus that energy on other things. And you might say you're being a hermit, but I find it quite inspiring because the way that you've really put your soul and your brain into these projects, it kind of allows you to go into something, approach it with a sense of, I get to do this rather than I have to do this. I'm like allowed to do this and that's kind of cool. That Like gratitude, attitude. And then sitting into that and being like, you get so excited about candles. It made me want to make candles. <laughs> but like, I loved it. You're right. You were like, it's going to make your house smell amazing. It's just really like soothing. And I was like, maybe I should just like do that. Do something for myself. Like that's To me, that's the epitome of self-care. That's it. It's about the little things. And self-care, I think we, we sometimes think about, well, I could think about, does that mean I have to get massages and face masks? And if, if that's what you want to do, then that's exactly what you need to be doing. But I noticed that if I move my hands, my mind is empty. And I just want my mind to be empty a little bit. And, so you could and be, you're saying you could be a mime. I could be a mime. You that's would what be I'm... a fantastic mime. Wouldn't, wouldn't I? No, but I think I, I think that that would be, I guess, the, the biggest lesson is to be in the moment. And also, you know, we're all so busy with, I had this conversation with Richard Day, we're always busy with what's next? What are we going to do next? And even when we're in it, the what are we gonna you do open next? a show yeah. and when you're doing something, you're like, when, what, what's going to be next on the agenda? Well, what's going to be the, and actually there could not, it could be that there's not a next. So are you going to constantly be wishing for a different moment or are you going to sit in the moment and enjoy it? And even when it comes to like taking pictures, it take, it does take you out of the moment. Yeah. That's why, you know, it is, it, 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 social media is great. And then also it's not so great. You know, I agree. Like Rich is barging in. Rich, I'm on a podcast. Rich, can you say hi? I'm on a podcast. He's like, I don't fucking care. I'm playing Call of Duty. <laughs> now Mina's gonna Muna. Now Muna's gonna come in. No Luna, no Luna is she's has almost died. I mean, can you imagine wearing a, a black fur coat right now in thirty five? She sheds a lot though, doesn't she? She what? Doesn't she shed she, a lot? Well, she should. Now we're talking about a do- uh, a cat, by the way. We're not talking yeah. about another housemate. This is a cat. A very yeah. beautiful, tiny black cat. A tiny little black cat called Luna, and it's actually Eva's spirit animal, I think. I think so. Animal, you would be Luna. Sorry for interrupting the podcast. I'm going to have to tag you in it now. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> hey guys. Bye. You know what's really cute is that Rich thinks that this is live. Isn't that so sweet? Oh, he thinks hey. this is live. 
he just really panicked and he thought this was live. <laughs> I could almost tell by the hey. Yeah, I know. I'm so sorry, guys. And you should have seen Hey, everybody. And that's another thing, you know, we're lucky because I, you know, wake up every day with Rich and I'm like, I actually really like you. You're an amazing. Yeah, I was. We talked up for like months together now. I know. know. Wait, how many months? Because for for us, it's been since March 22nd, we've been here. So it's been like five months almost. But like every day is like, this is actually getting better. (laughs) But, like, when people are like, how are you doing? Like, are you okay? The first thing I think of is, like, I can't complain. I'm, like, with my best friend. I have food and I have, you know, a a beautiful plethora of alcohol. Like, I can't complain at all. Like, I could not imagine either of us actually being quarantined by ourselves. That's why I think it is total, like, for me, I'm trying to, like, do this podcast to reach out and say, if anybody can talk about how they're feeling hopefully this is a place where they feel like they can connect to all of the bullshit that's been going on recently that's yeah and it's nice i love listening to podcasts you know i know I you love- do every time we talk selena's always ta- up talking about a nude podcast which actually goes great into the second question is how are you managing your time and also part two of question two this is interesting i feel you'd like this do you feel you have a fight or flight reaction to any pent-up issues now that you have time to deal with them oh yeah that depends so i would say what do i do with my time the first one i would say i need structure mm-hmm. you know what i like eva if eva, eva calls me at like 11 at night she's like on the crusp of like getting me in my sleep on the you know what- on the crusp is it not crusp? <laughs> what is it? Crisp? I think I think the word you're looking for is cusp. C- cusp? Is that it? You know what? You're gonna laugh, but like I have a new wor- new words list because I was watching uh, what's this documentary oh. called? Uh, no Succession, which is actually a Murdoch like it's it's a spin like a take on the Murdoch documentary. Amazing, about the guy, Murdoch. And I knew, I didn't know so many words. And usually I'm like, I kind of know them. And then I just let them go. I'm looking it up though, because actually you're probably, you're right. Because I'm looking up the word crusp. Okay. Here, here is the definition of crusp. It can be used as a verb or adjective when describing something. It is the equivalent of amazing or wicked. Here's an example. Last night was so crusp. I nearly wet myself. That's I'm, I'm, that's a word I would want to have in my vocabulary. Now so you I know. Would. Now I know. Thank you. But but it wasn't. That wasn't what I meant. On yeah, you cusp. meant to say I call you on the cusp of when you're falling asleep. Exactly. Every time I call Celinda, she's in her row, pretty much exactly how she is now in all of her glory, her her nighttime glory, and about to go to bed. I love it. It's just the time difference. It's so stupid. It, it, I know, but also I'm a bit of a weirdo because I just switch off at 11 because i love to get up i uh, get up <laughs> hey y'all <laughs> i love to get up at um 8 30 and then i i'm like ding i'm up take my i have my coffee i have my breakfast and then i want to just start the day and if yeah. that doesn't happen which it hasn't happened for a long time i just get like what the fuck did i get up for Do you yeah know I, mean? I know so- somebody who's very similar to that <laughs> Well, he just he, would, he just slid into the room. No, he's. I would say you are absolutely like that. If there's no, why are you doing this? <laughs> That's so funny. If he doesn't wake up with like, the thing is like you and him are do do stuff. You get stuff done. Like the way that Rich is like, I'm gonna wake up. Does doesn't matter when I'm hungry. I'm gonna just eat breakfast when I can, and then do what he does. I'm the same. I'm like, I'll eat breakfast when I want. I'll do what I want. I'll go on the pole for two hours, and that's my day. Maybe I'll teach a few lessons. But I don't have that structure. Have you seen that scene with Jennifer Lopez in Hustlers where she's on the pole? I watched, here's the thing. I watched Hustlers once, and then Reva's like, I wanted to watch it. So I literally rewound it, and we watched it again, like back to back. It was incredible. I'm not going to lie. I think it's my calling. What? How can she be like 50 that? 50 years old. 
What the it's, fuck? It's like absolutely mental. Be safe. He's returning his printer. I just have to describe everything going on because you can literally... Oh, God. Do you need help? Okay. <laughs> so sweet. He's oh. re returning his printer to Staples. He doesn't need it anymore. Cute. Oh, to be Print replaceable. A printer. Oh, my God. That's so, so old school. I know. I, I was confused why he bought it in the first place. But it's for yeah. something very exciting he's working on that hopefully will be released into the world soon um but yeah would you say you have a fight or flight reaction now that you're in quarantine and you have time to deal with stuff to things that you're like wow i didn't realize that this was still an issue i didn't realize it was still like looming does that make sense oh god no I, I i am actually someone that does i'm not a procrastinator i am not that no i i, I do deal with stuff i would just i do sometimes but i guess everyone has the book I mean, I do sometimes go, fuck, is that still a thing in my brain? Really? Yeah. I do I do get like that. And I'm like, okay, well, I don't know. Well, actually, but to be honest, well, you know, I've, uh, I think it's really good to do therapy. And I have been just doing my sessions every so often in quarantine. And I think that's really good to just kind of check in with yourself and seeing, you know, if someone can give you some tools to kind of look beyond your own situation sometimes it's very hard to get a helicopter view over what's happening like mm. this is obviously a horrific moment in 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 our time but uh if, if you're not directly this is what i said to rich like like please can we just get through this with no one that we know getting sick do you know what i mean that's yeah. the main goal everyone is staying healthy and and already you know it, it, it's it's Oh, it's so scary to have it come closer. And please, our families be safe. And please, yeah. can our friends be safe. So then, if, as long as that is okay, really, everything that's, that's, of course, so frustrating for you, for theater, for... But I believe in our profession. I, and I, be I do, too. I believe that we need this. And people will... It will come back. It, there will just be a different thing. Like, already there's ideas coming up in, in, in people's minds, you know, you, I do feel very much for people that are just starting out in this industry. I agree. I felt the same about students, like young students who are in colleges. Um, yeah. I'm literally taking my bobby pins out of my hair. I'm sorry if you hear that. That um, These students who, you know, paid all this money to go to these performing arts colleges and they're stuck. They're like, what the fuck do I do? The inspiration yeah. that was like the end of my, like the motivation for me, at the light at the end of the tunnel, Broadway, it's not fucking there anymore. And honestly, yeah. I think what's happened to a lot of people but I know we can delve into it because we're both artists and we also have many other passion projects is that it's really been a great way for me to detox I told my like my brain and and the I, I thought I was doing it correctly until I had this session with my my life coach he's he's, he's a, he is a life coach and he's a therapist well in a way but he's amazing you'd love him um, and he said he was made, he made me read something called as a man thinketh. I don't remember who the author was, but it's one of the new, I guess, age, like revolutionist writers back in like the 1800s. Mm. And one of the chapters was talking about how you view your mind as a garden, which I've always said and, and thought like, you know, you plant seeds and you watch things grow, you nourish things that you care about. You make sure that everything's okay. It's okay to sit in the garden and look at it and go, okay, things are a little overwhelming. It's okay to sit and walk amongst things and go, wow, I'm very blessed. It's, you know I, what I mean? Yeah. But also what he said was, what, with what you just said, he said, but also you'll notice that when there are weeds growing, you don't just look at it and say, ah, see, we don't want that. You take it out from the root and you take that shit out of there. And then in the place of that, you plant another seed. And I just thought, Oh, yeah. No wonder I still have these same reoccurring fucking issues that are actually more prevalent than I want them to be. And that's why quarantine, I know you know this, and I'm sure you had too, but a rough month or two in the beginning of quarantine. Like after we, oh yeah, God. I know, I know. Like how, yeah. I don't, I mean, without getting too into it, if, whatever, whatever you're comfortable with, but how did you navigate through that? And I guess what are some self hopeful self-proclamations that you told yourself to get through that time well i guess i guess the 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 big one for me is not having control yeah i hate it i know you that's do. what I, that's why and i know that for myself it's like that's why when you do a show i make sure i need to make sure i don't like to leave things up to fate i'm mm -hmm. very bad at 
know where I'm going. I need to know what I'm doing. I, you know, I, I have always had a very clear vision of what I wanted to do. Don't, yeah. don't forget, I, I come from a different country. Yeah. You know, and London has always been my dream to be here to perform here. Um, it, it's it, the control is something that's always pulled me through. I've always had such a clear vision that I truly do believe that, and also hard work and stuff that I yeah got to do the things that I wanted to. And then all of a sudden, you realize how how fleeting everything is and that it has nothing to do with us what's going on nothing Yet, to do with us yeah you know reading in a paper that being an artist is like the least important job out there at the moment that fucking know? hurt my feelings I was like yeah. whoever said that <laughs> I have so many questions for you yeah no I know and I and I totally uh think that of course I understand where it comes from but you know it, it, it is important to you know, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is that the con- losing the control, it's already so not controllable what we're doing. Yes. It's so like when there's a job coming in, like, you know, do you, you know, is the right thing coming along? Are you free then? Uh, can you, you know, all the, all those things and, and are you right for it? And are, do you have the, it's already so, so much is up to chance. And then when this happened, I was like, oh my God, there's nothing. However, the only thing that I would say is that we are very used to, uh, you know, uh, filling our time if you're in between jobs. Just, but like filling it in a way that's not like, and this is why I envy people. And now I've learned, like, I, I really think that you have this, you do this so well. And it's so inspiring to see my friends who do this so well because I want to do the same thing. It's, you know, if you had like a big picture of like magic and that picture of magic was your energy, was your time, was your, was your, what, everything. And you had all of these bowls, all of these, I guess, like, plants it doesn't mean that all of them need your water and they need your magic and they need your attention but what I know that you do is you go let me pour it in here and then you go back and go ah you know what that was a probably not the best move I won't do that next time I don't think that needs all of me and then you start to realize that you see the circle of things and people and ideas that you want to put your energy into and then you get new ones and then you keep growing and then so other ones leave so it's kind of it's like you're you're maintaining of balance and your way of compartmentalizing your emotions as well. I think you do that so beautifully. Yeah, but I think you do that too. I mean, I guess. But that's I why think I... it's because I cry more. I think because I'm more like I'm more like uh, dr- dramatic in a way when I like I wanna I wanna cry and like sit in the rain and get really drunk and like feel shit. Yeah, no, but that's. There's nothing better, though. I know. I, I love that, that shit. Because this is actually quite literally because I used to have to cycle so far to school. It was 12, <laughs> 12 kilometers there. And, and then, then back? 12 kilometers. Aye. But it's, the hollow is flat, so it's fine. It was on my bicycle. And I remember being in like, like it was so cold. I can't even explain to you how cold it was. And my fingers would be like frozen. And then I'd have to have to do a test and like write and I couldn't move my fingers anyway. So then always, and there were really long rows of just going straight. So if you had the wind against you, it was like impossible. Oh, hell no. And then it was like raining and I was like cycling. And anyway, then I just, and this is, I guess, what sometimes it's nice. I literally, so dramatically, threw my bicycle to the side and I just sat under a tree and I just cried. <laughs> Right, and that's kind of sometimes what you need. That's sometimes, the perfect thing. Sometimes you need to sit in the rain and cry. I guess when I, I'm also a little bit older, obviously, so I feel like I have done that a lot, and I love that you think that I'm not dramatic because that means I'm doing a good dramatic, job. Dramatic, but see, that word to me is a compliment. No, I think... No, I think I, it's I a think, compliment. I think it's a... Unless you're a child. I don't... I, I'm not yet at that point in my life where I can look at a, a child throwing a temper tantrum and go, well done proud of you I like to see it in fact it's the opposite it's like can you not please be quiet I'm gonna go away yeah that's no, you know no, but I I do have to say like if I'm you know it just comes out of me at weird moments and I think sometimes and I've had moments in quarantine that all of a sudden it's like I'm in my body and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden I realize what's going on and I'm like I'm doing something like cutting an onion or something like really sexy. and then a part and then you're like part of the universe 
and, well, so, and then I'm like, so I'm really zen. There's nothing going on. I'm like, and an onion. And then all of a sudden, my inner Celinda comes out and it just goes like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> what the fuck? You know, they're literally, and then I go back in again and I'm cutting the onion. So I do, I feel like, I feel like just because I'm, I'm trying to not overstimulate myself. And that meant for me, as you know, leaving Instagram for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And also just because I, I have nothing to say and I have to be okay with, cause we're always chasing, 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 next thing, next thing, next thing. And I have nothing to say. I literally, what I have done this month is grow an amazing sunflower. That's what I've done. I saw that video. How fucking impressive. Celinda, but you're having a competition to see who can grow the largest sunflower with your family, correct? Celinda, as I saw in her Instagram story, is fucking massive. Like, and and I love the fact that you also, you also run, but but wasn't the story before you saying, I haven't done anything? Yeah. (laughs) Then the next story is you running into your backyard with the face of a child with joy, looking at the sunflower, then you like duck a little to say like, look how tall it is. Yeah, I, I do crouch, but it's like bigger than me. And I, and I keep on the things, Eva, honestly, I'm not joking. We also have a new shed in the back. So talk about it. No, garden. I know you. That's a huge deal. We've, <laughs> we've been working in the garden so hard because the, the weather is really nice and there was a lot to be done. And so we really wanted a shed. So we got a shed. It looks amazing. But there was like mud around the shed, right? So we, we put some grass seeds in there yeah. and we got the quick growing from home base, a quick growing, tough patch grass seed. Anyway, I was thinking it's going to be, it's going to be two weeks before we're going to even see anything. And then this one morning I woke up and I go outside with my cup of coffee and Luna, fed Luna, open the door and I'm like, Rich, Rich. And Rich comes around. I was like, oh my God, this the grass is coming up already. Can you see the grass come up already? And, and it's, you know, any normal boyfriend would be like, oh my God, what the fuck? Did you get me out of bed for this? But then of course it's rich. He loved it. He was like, oh my God, I cannot believe so quick. And then we both went, you know what? Tomorrow's going to be even better. And the next day, like, oh, but that's love, isn't it? I love that. We were fucking grass grow. And then, I mean, this is, this is our lives. And then we started sunflower competition, so all our families have seeds. Now, I I just said the biggest sunflower, but like we have the giant sunflower seeds. So, but like that's it's stupid if you're in a sunflower competition and, and you're not going to use the big seeds. That's pretty dumb. You're not helping yourself. So then we've done this. This is for anyone trying. It's really fun to do with your family, by the way. So some have put them in pots. And then you mollycoddle them, and they start growing fast in the beginning. And but then. then if you put them outside, they're weak and they're not ah. doing anything. And so we straight away put them in the ground, took ages for them to come out. Then, because we put like five holes in the ground, and then in those five holes, we had like four seeds in every hole. So out of all these five holes came loads of sunflowers. Then the ones that did best, we let them stay in the holes, and the rest we pulled out. So it was natural selection. Nice. So with that technique, we are now winning the sunflower competition i'm not gonna lie that really impressed me i i i I was genuinely like because also i was like i never knew about this so the fact that i'm seeing no sunflower and then a big fucking sunflower hugely impressive but this is really i know it's funny because it's like ridiculous but like uh, my focus has just shifted i've never watched something grow i've never watered something i've never and this could be a metaphor like it is i think it is that for your brain you know take like things i you know people go i'm not a gardener i can't do it 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 is bullshit all you need to do is just water the damn thing at night yeah which is meditation you know if you're going your brain water feed it like Mm. give it just needs a little bit of time people think that they can't do everything and I, i i actually disagree with that like Maybe you're not going to be a professional at everything, but humans can do anything. Humans and I, can. And I, I really think that because the more I, like, kind of, like, close my eyes and, like, sink into my subconscious, even when I'm awake and, and now, like, if I have a horrible thought and I sink back, I can almost catch it. Like, I can almost look at it in the face and say, I don't need you. Or if I see something that's like 
needs my attention, I can sink back and take a deep breath and go, ooh, I think in this moment, the situation, I would like kindness to speak. Or I would like, I would like um, gratitude to speak. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, yeah. And I understand when you mean by taking the time to watch something grow because we have to go through periods where you're like, wow, that was a perfect way to set this up. Thank you, Sunflower Competition. To like look at the thing and go, is this who I am? Is this who I am? Is this who I am? Yes, yes, no. Let me pull that shit out. I know. This is amazing. That's like what you're just saying about the weeds. I was like, yeah, totally. Because I walk in my garden now because it looks nice. When I see a weed, I'm like, Ugh, and I get out and I pull it out. But that's kind of like sometimes it's, I mean, listen, it's so hard to control your brain. No one can really control it. Uh, Have you no. ever listened to, um, I was actually just listening to that to get some inspiration as well, to the Happiness Lab. It's a podcast. Uh, and no, but I think somebody told me to listen to that. Maybe that somebody was me. I think that might have been, I'm not going to lie. Every time we have conversations, like, you have to listen to this, this, and this. And also, remember when you make candles to make sure there's no sinkhole? The sinkhole. Have you seen the sink? Have you? No, nope, I have not experienced a sinkhole yet. I'm lucky. No sinkhole in my candles. No, sir. I mean, you need to do a video then because I don't know how to not have a sinkhole. Maybe a sinkhole for the people listening is when you pour is when you pour your hot wax that has to be like a certain degree to get it pourable and then because the glass is cold and it starts to like get hard the inside isn't hard yet so you end up with a hole in the middle it's so kind of like baking a cookie wax yeah to make sure that the hole doesn't go I mean it's I'm going to so say something, though, now on this podcast that I haven't told you, that I kind of fibbed to you when I told you about my candles. Well, I did not take the temperature. I just fucking Rachel rate it and, and just guessed. But you're that kind of person, though, that, well, and then it would just be perfect. But watch me, watch me, accident, the perfect temperature. watch me try it again and get, like, the biggest sinkhole you've ever seen. Like the Grand Canyon, because <laughs> now you're focusing on it. I'll be <laughs> like, let me take the, mainly because I put the, the glass next to the boiler. I have to be honest with you, I also didn't, I have a temperature thing, but I also didn't well, actually I ac- really. Yeah. I accidentally bought the, the temperature thing that, uh, tracks temperature for beef i have that one i have that one it doesn't work with wax um, it literally says do not insert into anything and i'm like i'm confused then if the end's spiky aren't you supposed to insert it into the to, to the meat just insert it just put it in the wax always with consent people like people at home must be like oh my god stop talking this is important candles. candles i'm not gonna lie i made one that smelled like christmas morning I made one that smelled like if you walk into a really posh LA shop and the girl's name is Emily and she has beautiful hair and the clothes are amazing and she's like, hi, how can I help you? I made a candle that smells like that experience. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, it's just crisp and like... I miss America. Do you miss America? Do you? I mean, not how it is now, obviously, but I mean, like, I was in LA last year. First of all, I really want to see you in New York. I've never seen you in New York. It's weird. You've ne- I, it's weird because I feel like you have, but it's mainly because you've seen me in New York on a phone. I have, yeah, that's it. That's all that I've seen. You've yeah. never, yeah, so weird. I've never experienced you and your element there. Oh, you know my I mean? God. I will take you and Rich, we will take you to so many places that your liver will be the happiest you and know what? Also Rachel probably also the just really wants to go. The last time he was there was when he was doing Ghost. No, are you serious? Yeah, and he always says to me, because he loved it there so much, and he always says to me, I would love to go to New York with you. And just because he was so, like, he was like 23. That must have been such an overwhelming experience for an English boy, you know? Hmm. And and he was he was like, I really want to just go there with you and, like, wouldn't it be great if then, you know, Raven Rich can just make loop pedals or whatever? Oh, you know, my God. I, I'm not going to lie. The second that they they go into the same room, it's like we're not going to exist. They should just have guitars there instead of well, us, and then we can go there are plenty of guitars here, I will say. It's a beautiful space. It's a very inspiring place to, to live. But it'd be great for us, though, because there are so many places that I want to take you that just sitting there makes you want to have conversations like this. I know. Like, there's so many That's restaurants. That's why I mean, I have to say, like, I, I truly, I, I, I think, I, I, it's such a shame that, you know, what's happening 
at the moment in America, but like I, I think America, yeah, I, I've always loved being there, and I, yeah. and we actually were thinking of going to LA for a few months this year to kind of check out because we both had such an insane experience last year when I was there for uh, Lie in the Piazza. Oh, were you and in we went, LA? Did you really enjoy your time? I loved it in LA. No, I really, I really, do. Really I know. Really I really want to go to LA. <laughs> I, 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 look, really go I look at Zillow. I'm like, what are houses for five dollars? that I can buy in LA for $5. So oh my God. Have you watched Selling no, Sunset? No, we're not going to talk about Selling Sunset because that is a, actually, you know what? I do want to fucking talk about it because tangents are included on the show. Um, I can't, I love it. I, I, I'm not yet finished with the new season. I'm not, I'm literally have the last one. Like, you're no, not I don't, don't tell me anything. I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed. Also, I'm confused. Why can't they all just sit down and finish a conversation? It bothers me so much. How do you how do you start a conversation, not talk about the issue, not change? This is another thing from as a man thinketh. It literally says, man is so ready to change his circumstance, but unwilling to change himself. Yeah. And I just think that's Annoy so annoying in that show. It's like, we get it. If you're her sister and your friend, you would talk to her and you'd be like, no, don't get up and leave. Let's have a conversation. I'm not being what I don't know. It just really bothers me that they can't have a. It's just not headful enough sometimes how they speak to each other because also you know I I think it's hard because they're obviously put together as a group and there's not much history yet and I I operate completely different as a human being. I would not work well in that environment just because I need that deeper connection. I know, but the commissions though on those houses. Can you imagine doing like a month's work for like four hundred and fifty thousand dollars? You guys need to watch Selling Sunset. It's disgusting. It's addictive. Addictive? Addicting? No, yeah. Both. And also, what bothered me is that, and this bothered you when I said I, I finally watched it, I didn't really take away any of the housing things, even though I love interior design. I took away no. the faces and the body and the clothes, and I was like, I looked at my closet, and I was like, this is like whack in comparison and i i know but you know like what shit. i i can i can appreciate it from afar because i have not bought new clothes actually when i went to holland and i highly recommend this to anyone go into your mom's closet like you probably you know my mom you probably look like your mom and so she will have clothes that she had at various stages in her life when she looked kind of similar and um and her style is incredible my mom's style is always like you know really cool like yeah quirky, she's a queen though, she? and she just gave me like a bag of beautiful linen shirts and stuff like that and oh. so i've i've not bought anything new i didn't really i mean i've been living in my leggings i mean it's actually a little bit embarrassing but i've you know, not bought new clothes for ages. So then when I watch a program like that and everyone is walking in with like the newest fashion, well, I'm like, like, yeah, it's exactly. so far away from my life at the moment. That's true. Yeah. That's true. I, but the thing is, I don't think I'd want that responsibility of like, I love the, and I know you know this too, I love the feeling of going to a vintage store or a secondhand store and finding something that I love for like 10 bucks. I know I would love to go in your closet because I think you have so many things. That I do I just, love I my closet. <sighs> and we should do a, like we should do a switch really of things. We should, but what size shoe are you? I range. Five That's and a half. What you're a five and a half? Oh, UK European five and a half. Yeah, I'm a five. I'm a thirty-eight. Okay, I'm just not a five. I, I, I'm, 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 I'm just not a five. But sometimes in shoes, like, they do it differently. 38 in the UK is, like, seven. But then, like, 37 and a half here, it's different. It's, like, a seven and a half. It's very strange. I'm so confused by these, by so these numbers. I, do you still have your red, what is it, was it burgundy to your boots? Selinda, I haven't told you this. What? When I okay, so everybody, when I went, to, I went to Prague with one of our best friends, Charlotte, and um, yeah. we went crazy. We were very drunk, obviously having a girly trip, and we went into Dior. Um, we were feeling a little frisky because we just went to Ashram Provocateur, and we went into Dior, and I bought some boots, very expensive, the most expensive thing I've ever bought. I wore them maybe three times, and I think in London, when I was having a party at my house, I gave them to someone. And I don't remember who it was, but I literally said, 
you can have them. I've only wore them three times. And I don't, are you joking? I don't fucking know where they are. And I wasn't that person. Are you crazy? <laughs> I. But the thing is, I don't miss them. But I still think about them. That's crazy to me. That's crazy. <laughs> no, I'm upset for you. I'm sorry. You need to. You know what you need to do. Do you know Depop? No, I don't want to do Depop. I just bought a pair of Badgley Mishka 5-inch pumps on, uh, what was it, Poshmark for $125. Not bad, I don't think. I still need to go. Like, I need to go through my... Like, kind of, I'm at this place in my life, right? Tell me. I would love two pairs of jeans, two t-shirts, black and white, Mm -hmm. two sweaters, a pair of sneakers... And another pair of flip-flops. But all of them are, are, like, good shit. Good shit. But, like, three things. Quality over quantity. You know what I mean? So what happens on laundry day? You just walk around in the buff? You go to Sainsbury's and to your, you go to your local completely naked? It's this. Completely naked. I mean, I'm, you know, it's well, this. Well, I've worn robes outside and people look at me funny, but I'm comfortable and it looks fucking cool, so. It looks, robes are the way to go. I, I have, mean, it's I, so. How many do you have? I want to know because I'm interested. I'm free of a lot. Sorry, what? How many robes do you have? Because I counted mine a few weeks ago. Well, one I lost, that was actually a Primark one, which was really, really cool. I don't know where it is. Then I have this one, which is actually from a vintage store. You know, if you go to a vintage store, you usually have like kimono somewhere, like oh, kimono yeah. style things. And those that. are great because they're usually from real silk. Mm-hmm. And then uh, and then we have like three of those white fluffy robes so comfortable so i've worn those before i'm always in a robe i'm always uncomfortable it's hot things are too tight i don't want to wear it i love a robe i, I think. love robes and sometimes i forget that people think they're fancy looking and i'm like well uh, it's literally this is all I, especially now in quarantine like uh, it's that's also like I it's wear. kind of the least i can do to make myself feel a little cool a little cool and also yeah i mean i don't know if i would wear this outside because it is quite intense that it looks it looks you could tell by the way it's draped on you though that it's like legit silk like layered silk it's legit silk yeah. i was like shocked i was like oh my god this is amazing but it's the little things that you know like uh marie kondo says spark joy oh i do love so marie kondo thing, in I my house you know it's all like We'll come out of this, I think, kind of to go back to the to the first question. I think we'll come all come out of this change, and you should come out of a change. It's just weird because you've you've really been sitting with yourself. Mm. So it's been a usually there's different. You get distracted. There's you know I always say this to which is like um, if if people are figuring out when they're you know gymming and stuff, and they're figuring out their carb tolerances which is what people do that are uh, doing bodybuilding stuff. Yeah. And you need to change that and keep the rest of your plate basically uh, the same. Mm. That's kind of what it feels like. So every day is the same. Yeah. So if something is, feels different, it usually comes from inside. So that's oh, what I'm that. trying that's to really figure nice. out. Well, that's, see, this is why you're perfect for podcast. Because now I'm going to ask you the last question is what from our conversation – what are you saying that we should try to say yes to? I would say, I would say yes to change. Mm. And I would say yes to change because it is going to happen. Things are going to change. You're just saying so that as well. It is going to happen. If you say happen. no, <laughs> you only, you know what I mean? Things yeah. are going to change. If you say no, then you're stuck and you're fucked. You're fucked. So, <laughs> so we need to say yes to change, and we need to be open to that. And and I don't know where I heard this very recently. It's like somewhere. I mean, I listen to way too many things, and I watch way too many things. But if you don't, uh, it, then you're resisting what is. Yeah. And you shouldn't resist what is because things just yeah. are what they are, and you need to be active in it. In the words of Ferris Bueller, life's moving pretty quickly, and if you don't stop every once in a while, you could miss it. This is it. Mm. This is it. And and also, you know, and some changes are, I mean, listen, it's fucking, it's really hard. It's really hard. But some changes are good, you know, that I've experienced anyway, personally, and I'm sure some people would completely disagree with this, but 
so, some changes uh, were very needed and long overdue for me in yeah. my in my experience of this and then of course and if you take away like of course it's really scary what's happening at the moment but it's happening so we need to move forward i agree that's beautiful that's gonna be the title of the the podcast i just want to say i love that you're doing this and i'm super honored that i'm even on it oh fuck off of course you'd be on it you know I love you, and you know I think the world of you. I love you so much. Um, but before we go, I just wanted to do a quick speed round. Ooh. Kind of like what Oprah does, because... She's Oprah. the queen. So, favorite yeah. mantra. Sorry, say it again? Favorite mantra. Oh, my God. I mean, I... I mean, I would have to go for, like... Is it a mantra? My literally the thing I always think is Say when it. things are scary, just do it. Absolutely. Just do Fuck it. yeah. Just do it. Just do it. Just do it. Just do it. That's like I'm half gonna, of my life. I'll tag that. Nike, don't worry. Um <laughs> red wine or white wine? Red. Yeah, fuck yeah. It's so sexy, isn't it? Red is sexy. It's more deeper. It's deeper. Yeah. Um Dusk or Dawn. Dusk. Would you rather have Luna live for a million years or would you rather Luna get magically impregnated and have kittens that are all have superpowers? The last one. I mean, how can you? I would love for her to live a million years, but who knows? I'm not going to live a million years, so who knows then what she's going to end up with? She she would be completely a mental case. But kittens with superpowers? Are you kidding me? Wouldn't that be amazing? Like, <laughs> that would be mad. <laughs> I would never leave the house. I would just be with them in the room forever. You would never leave the house if that happened. I, would ne- I already never, so... What's your favorite dessert? Uh, you know what you know what it's it's cheesecake oh, and then fuck. with a with a, chi- with a twist like blueberry you know god it's so good and especially if the the bottom is made out of cookies you know oh, I don't, like they do that in Holland sometimes but like crunch up cookies oh my you know God, what i miss about amsterdam is those what was it waffle thing the puffer kiss I Tiny literally, I remember Tiny. the last time we were in Amsterdam, I told you, you were like, what else do you want to do while you're here? And I was like, all I want is for you to go get me those pofferkies. That was kiss. It's so funny, you know, there's a word in England and it's a, no, it's a, like a city, it's called Ch- Cheadle Hume. But if you say that, you get like, the, you, you, you recognize this if I say it. Kettle Hume. English people do that weird kettle. Do you know what I mean? Kettle. Kettle. Instead of kettle. They do kettle. It's definitely T-L-E rather than T-E-L. Yes, kettle. And then so, (laughs) do you know that scene in Family Guy where it goes, cool. Whip. Whip. And then it goes, cool, whip. Okay, say cool, say cool, say whip, whip. Cool. Cool whip. And he did that. That's what Chilo Hume is. Anyway. Now That's I'm what Pufferkis is. This is what Pufferkis is. So it's Puffert. Puffert. Yes. Oh, yes. see? Now it feels like you're saying a completely different word. I know. I know. It's Puffertchus. I'll never forget that because, oh my God, do you remember we were having Pufferkis? And, uh, <laughs> and then Celinda jumped to the rescue because a man, or was it a woman, fainted? We were at the ice skating and we were quite drunk already. We were having, um, uh, oh crap, what's the name of that um, mold wine? Um, glue vine. Oh my god, yes. And this woman, was it a woman? I think it was a woman, and yeah. immediately, so then it gets up and goes, what can I do? Like, goes in there. And we were yeah, like, no, wow. I, that, that is installed by my mom i have to say that like i love that 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 is like the the first thing there was a woman by the way we had the same like we were sitting in the car me we said there was this woman on the side of the road and he went is she all right and while the car was driving i opened the door to get out and i walk over to this woman and um 
I was like, are you okay? And she just went, you know, it's so hot. It's so hot. I'm just dying. It's so hot. Well, thank you for coming out of the car. It's so hot. And I was like, oh, God. I that was very stuff. good. Like, you don't have to <laughs> make the scene on the side of the road. Like, I thought something actually really bad happened. See, that's a, that's a dramatic that I, I don't think is a compliment. But that's not that a was a very good accent. Drama. Very good that's accent. Drama. Yeah, yeah. At least I got out. You know what I mean? Um, um, you're fucking yeah. uh, amazing. This has been so beautiful. And I, I don't know why I'm thinking this, but I haven't had anything to eat yet at 5.49 p.m. This is going to make my meal taste so much better. You know what I mean? This will make your meal taste so much better yeah. than you're going to have now. Yeah. Because we, we fed each other's soul. We fed each That's other's why. soul, so now I won't do what I normally do and eat. And then, again, I'm hungry. Like, I don't know if Rich is like this, but I like to eat a lot. Yeah, I, I do. I don't understand how men don't snack. They also don't get hungry. I don't. I'm such a snacker. I, I am yeah. such a. I have to not buy snacks, so I I don't snack. I never understood. Like I don't know if you had these friends if you would come out of school and they would have a have a roll of cookies. A and roll? They, they, they that would sounds have, like me. They would have two cookies and then close the roll. No, fuck no. Why Why would you do that? That was weird to me. You trying to sell yourself like, short? Well, how can you not eat the whole thing? Like how can you? I would bring like a box not even like just a plastic bag or like into a ziploc bag a box of cheeses slices of pizza extra peanut butter jelly sandwiches in high school like you better know that if you needed a snack don't fucking ask me because i will not share these are all for me i feel so bad because there was always a friend of mine pauline and she always had a great lunch and i would always like think that i had <laughs> enough and then i would eat everything already before the break in this in the room to mm -hmm. just make time fly and she started bringing extra food because I would eat her sandwiches. <laughs> you know what, though? That's a sign of a good friend. That's something that I know you would do for me. I would do that. I would bring the extra fucking... I would... I would know, make that. sure that I would have snacks and a flask. I cannot wait to see you again in real life. It's going to be weird. It's going to be weird, but I also think that I might cry before I even physically are close to you. Possibly. I mean, I don't even know when that's going to happen. But well, it's anyway. going to... Oh, yeah, I know. Fucking bullshit. But this made me... <laughs> it's so fucking stupid. This made me feel a lot closer to you because we haven't... I mean, this is the first time I've actually like sat and asked you questions, even though this is kind of how literally pretty much how our conversations go anyway. So Yeah, but like, I can't wait to kind of like... We're, we'll wrap this up and then we'll have a, have a, com a conversation and it's a, probably going to be a bit ruder. Apps, fucking absolutely. Um, is there I anything? Have to really hold back the swear words. Yeah, well, I it's just hard for me to not swear. It's very difficult, <laughs> and it's not my parents' fault. But is there anything else you want to say before we close? Well, I just want to say to the people that are listening, um, you know, whatever you're going through, you're not alone. And if you love theater, which you know, probably a lot of people that are listening to this will love theater, it will come back, mm -hmm. and it will be the most magical night ever mm. to have everyone together again in the room and really experience that magic of theater and it made me realize how much i love it and how much i am not done with it and how much and how hard we're going to work yep. to put night beautiful shows on on a stage again i'm inspired and i hope that people that are just coming out of school or that want to start in theaters don't get disheartened because it will come back it just cannot not come back it will come back and and hold your head high and keep on keep that voice flexible oh my god we oh talk about this a god. lot because i mean i'm so lazy and then i'm like oh jesus let me see need to keep up it's, it's a muscle. very difficult so you know keep on practicing keep on you know don't give up that's what i just want to say yeah that's beautiful we're gonna be fine and thankful to have friends and people in my life who i love it's a very I call it a divine circle that I have. So I'm very grateful for you. And thank you for whoever listened. Um, I'm grateful that Celinda took the time out of her schedule to be number two on the Amadio project. So thank you for everyone listening. We love you and have a wonderful we rest you. of your day. We love the shit out of you. <laughs> I love you, Celinda. <laughs>